Just take a moment to admire the fact I just hit a fairway. There's, there's, there's only two things that can happen. You can hit a good shot or a bad shot, so why waste time doing it? And where I would go, I, wherever I set course records or whatever, I would be barefooted, drunk, playing golf, making every 20-footer I looked at. Right at it. Right at it! Oh! John He's done it again! This is the dumbest hole I've ever played in my life. Come on then, Shane. Knock it close. Shane Lowry is the Open champion. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Fairway Finders. Happy 2022. We are back. We are live. It is the, it is the first podcast of the new year. Hey, lads, how are we doing? Buzzing, bro. We're back. It's been too long. When was the last it has podcast? been too long. The last golf preview podcast we did, it was... Jesus, did we? I think, um, aside from chatting to Lawrence and chatting to Emma, we did the hero. That was like nearly a month ago. Yeah, like, I miss man, it. I, I've got withdrawals. Like, my, my version of, you, you know, like when you waste time on your phone and you just end up, like, refreshing feeds and bullshit... I love golf so much. My my version of that is just refresh a leaderboard. I, like, I absolutely love it. It's my little tick where I'll check, oh, Hovland's now birdied seven. He's birdied eight, and it's Thursday afternoon. And Following just, shot tracker. You'd miss that. Yeah, and I'm just really excited to be back. I think this feels like it's going to be a really, really big year for golf for lots of different reasons. Um, and, yeah, I just can't wait to get into it. And I've got a whole heap of new, like, data sources and tools that I've started to use and started to introduce and 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 kind of share in the pod. So, but, yeah, do you know what? We all survived Christmas just about. Just I mean, about, Because yeah. we, all, we all got pickled with the, with the scoop. And even though, um, even though there was the restrictions back home. And, uh, Steve, congratulations on uh, the demise of your budding golf career. I hear you had uh, quite a sizable Christmas. I had, yeah. That's all we'll say on it, Donny. Oh yeah, congratulations. Thank you. Appreciate it. So that's that's Steve getting engaged, by the way. For yeah, I don't know. Good on him. Fair play to him. Mm. Buzzing. Buzzing. You sound <laughs> absolutely. My God, I hope Chanel's not listening to this. She'd be like, "What is this lad's problem?" <laughs> but yeah, so I think Donny was saying there before we uh, went live that this is the first. This is. The last weekend was the last weekend until September that we didn't have any golf. Oh mate, we are so stacked. That's actually like, insane. And, and this this insane? feels like the this feels like we're gonna get into it. So this week obviously we're previewing the uh, century tournament the champions over in Kapalua. Um and it feels like this is a really elite field. Like obviously you needed yeah. to one event last year to get in. Um Xander gets in because he won the Olympics, right? Fair enough. Um <laughs> But it, it just feels like this is a big one. Like everyone apart from Rory is here and teeing it up. Um, warm weather. Obviously, for myself, it's a bit of a pain in the rocks because I can't watch too much of it live because of the time difference. You guys, you're nowhere near as bad. But obviously, it's it's over in Maui, um, in Hawaii. Uh, I'll definitely be watching highlights. I'll be I'll be updating leaderboards when I should be sleeping. I'm sure. Yeah, it sounds like we're going to get some proper coverage this year as well. I don't know the full ins and outs of it, but I heard there's a new new deal where they're going to give us more more coverage more around the clock coverage which i think a lot of us have been craving for for the last 24 months at least because it's been we've talked about it loads but the coverage is just terrible on yeah. tv it's just no takes the buzz out of a lot of it when you can't like i think it was 12 12 or 2 o'clock on a sunday was when they started the coverage and or maybe i think it was two and then the final group would already be 
eight holes deep at that point. It's like, yeah. what, what is going on? Yeah, it, it, it's just been, it's been dog shit for way too long. And I think because it, it seems to me that golf kind of led the, the comeback when, when COVID first happened and everything was getting shut down and locked down, like golf didn't change, like football fundamentally changed because with no crowd, it was just weird. It was at the pumped in fake noise. It was just, it, it wasn't the same thing at all. Whereas obviously, yeah, if, if the golf was in your neighborhood, you couldn't go. Um, it still retained the same sort of um, viewing experience. So golf kind of led the comeback of all the sport. And then, yeah, like when you get past the majors and, and the big PGA Tour events and the World Golf Championships, um, the just coverage just dr- falls off a cliff so badly. Mm-hmm. I think I think ESPN Plus have now come in and they're going to be doing a lot more featured groups and a lot more sort of off-peak time coverage. So that's going to be class. Yeah, that's it, ESPN Plus. Yeah. C- couldn't remember the name. Sorry, can I just mention one quick thing, lads? Sorry, before we get into no. the, the Tour Champions. But... uh. Because when we came, when I came home, the first thing that was on um, was the whole Tiger Woods uh, PNC playing with uh, Charlie and stuff, um, and I pretty much watched every second of it from when it was on. Um, I'm just wondering, did you did you catch it? What did you what did you think of it? I know it's more of a a lighthearted kind of round of golf, but I still thought it was very interesting. Just mainly to see Tiger. I was back home, bro. I, I just got home, I think, and um, I think time difference was against me and I spent too much time in the pub and pubs in, pubs in Ireland aren't great for showing golf on, on TV most of the time. So, yeah, I, I didn't catch enough. I saw the highlights on, on Twitter and stuff and people say that Charlie's only the 100 ranked golfer in his age or something in Florida, but I'd love to see who the 99 kids I, are that are I better was just about to say, it's actually, <laughs> yeah. he's, he's not even in the top 100. Really? For for people his age, I'm like, show me the top five because if that's the case, yeah. they must be splitting fairways, hitting it about 300 yards if that's the case. Because man, he is outstanding for his age. Like, and I'm not just saying that because he's like Woods' son. Like, yeah, lad, the shots he was hitting, fucking hell, outrageous. Like the for swing. someone that age, the swing is so good. And the, oh, the, his the, swing is like he has that swagger, that confidence that he, he yeah. had. There, there was a so I, I did watch. I watched a good. I'd say a good seventy percent of Sunday's round. Um, it feels like so long ago. It does. It's all mad and Christmas feels like simultaneously four hours long and four years long mm-hmm. almost at the same time but uh he hit a there was a 175 yard par three and the pin sort of tucked away and you've got to go over water to get at the flag and i'm watching this all day and i'm watching you know watching Stuart sinks and john daly's and all a lot you know jt coochers a lot of a lot of really good players come through and charlie hits the best tee shot of anyone the entire day and actually manages to to split um, hit the trajectory of the ball between the flag and between the drink. And there was only about, there's about six feet of green there left of the flag before you're in the drink. And they they went on a run of, I believe it was 11 birdies on the spin. The whole time they were trying to catch the dailies. So yeah. uh, John Daly Jr. Um, is out, you know, he, he obviously doesn't have the white hair yet, but even the way he swings, the way he moves, he just says, oh, lad, spat him out. He is apparently a super golfer. Like he is, he is, could be uh, like a guy to watch to coming on the PGA tour in the not too distant future. So those two boys won it 
Um, and Tiger and Charlie were just constantly, just, just the whole day were, were just a shot behind, two shots behind, a shot behind, just kept reeling off birdies. And they get to 18, the, the par five. And um, oh, I think, I think they were, I think they were maybe short right. Yeah, they were just short off. right. Yeah, just short right. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then the chip was a little bit chunky, and I think they missed like an eight footer back. It wouldn't have made a difference, I think, no. in the end. No, yeah, but, the dailies uh, would have still won by two, I think, but still, yeah. It's it mad bad. the gravity that Tiger has. Tiger's knocking around. I noticed the narrative with the crash and the comeback and all it's huge, but he's knocking around having fun with his 12-year-old son, and it's it's driving more viewership in the states than the open championship did in places. It's yeah, just, oh, it was yeah. crazy. It was it's insane. It was mental, even the Twitter coverage was yeah. insane like yeah. don't get me wrong if i open up my twitter it's, fi- it's fi- during a major during a, a normal like pga tournament it's filled with t- text but man it was non-golfers who were tweeting about it which which amazed me you know what i mean like it was everyone was even the way that they have the same um mannerisms that we draw they wear the same clothes like people were loving it man just even the world number one women's golfer. Sorry, I can't remember her name. Yeah, um, Melly Carter. Yeah, that was yeah she asked, she asked Tiger so for good. like a picture and stuff. Yeah, and it was like so wholesome and so like just yeah, like you know honest. Like it was like, sorry, Tiger. Um, would I be able to get a picture with you? Sorry, and he was like, <laughs> just, it was brilliant. He was like, yeah. of course you can get a. You're like world number one. Of course you can get a picture with me. Like, and she's just so like innocent. It was it was it was class. It was, yeah. it was class. I think the best thing for me was just how how good shape tiger looked in in terms of the, the golf yeah. game like obviously he wasn't i don't think he was operating at 100 percent or anywhere close to it but he's yeah, only he was 10 he months was, on from a, a life-threatening car crash so tw- i think i think we'll see him back anyway in 2022 so at some point he had the buggy and yes it was clear he needed the buggy and i noticed a quite pronounced limp on his yeah. right on, on the second got to the day back line, the end of the not, first day started the second yeah. day he started limping quite quite, was, quite heavily a, there was a drivable par four and you had to cut it out. You had to, you had to sling it over a bunch of trees. So you got all fairway down the right hand side and you had to sling it blind over trees. And I think it was like 327 yards or maybe it was a little less actually for the, for the pro for like the adult tee boxes. And he, he did, he did, he was only 20 yards short, which one is incredible, but two, the like, it was kind of reminiscent, reminiscent of when he was wincing um, against Rocco Media mm. when he won that incredible US Open. So, you know, th- that's because he nearly lost his leg a few months before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but look, at, uh, obviously he's not 100%, but just the fact he's actually swinging a club on playing the way Tiger does, is, it's just unreal to see. I never thought it would have happened Um, after, if you asked me this time last, or well, obviously this time last year it didn't happen, but if you asked me after the accident, would it happen swinging yeah. a club this year? But even a month ago. Not. Even a uh, month ago, I was yeah. like, are you, "Like you're taking the piss? Can he win another PGA Tour event?" Yeah, if it sets up for him, um, and he wants to to have that PGA Tour record by himself, like he could rock up somewhere where the field is weak and go and win. Yeah, but um, so I don't know if you'd spotted, but I was I was arsing around on Twitter as I tend to do uh, earlier on, and I think um, the DP World Tour were asking for predictions for 2022, and I made four different ones. Um, go on Twitter, check them out. Uh, one of them is that Victor Hovland's going to win the US Open. We'll get into that later. But another one I said was, Tiger's going to play at St. Andrews and he's going to shoot 69 or better in the first round. Now, I don't think he's going to win or anything, but I, I, that's a prediction that I'll make right now on air that he's going to play St. Andrews. He will shoot in the 60s in the first round and everybody will lose their fucking mind 
Now, ultimately, I don't think he's going to be in a position to win come Sunday. But it, like, would you would you doubt his capability no. to do that? He uh, said I, I, recently, without hesitation, his favorite place, his favorite golf course in the world, is St Andrews, which is mad when you consider that you know the first and the eighteenth in St Andrews is just a field. Basically, yeah. I mean, I I think when 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 I heard him say that, that it was like you know he was like, yeah, I wanted to be there. It's like what, like the hundred hundred and fifty anniversary or something, you know? And he was like, yeah, I want to be there. I was like, right, he's obviously knows himself. That's what he's penciled himself in for. So uh, that 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 was my takeaway from that. When he, when I heard him say that, I was like, right, he's gunning to that for him to be his like major comeback. Then I think. And, and, um, I, and I, th- I think he might swerve the Masters entirely. To be I honest. think he will. I think he'll. I actually, I nearly say he'll swerve everything until that. Like maybe yeah, he'll play. In I, a, I'd a, say a, he'll play. I'd say he'll. No, he'll but, definitely play somewhere. He plays but, somewhere small. Yeah, but I'm saying major wise, that's that's the one that he wants to like return to. I think. Yeah, yeah but anyway, yeah. it's like it'll go a bit quiet now on Tiger for the next couple of months. But yeah. um, <laughs> the golfing world, like the, the world, barely spins. Um, unless Tiger's doing something, so uh, no doubt, no doubt, there's a lot more left in that Tiger Woods story. Exactly, hundred percent. Exactly. I suppose, I suppose we better crack in. Like, so as I said, I'm really excited this week. We've got a seriously elite field. The only, the only winner from last year who isn't in attendance is Rory, which is disappointing. He's chosen to rest up, and he's going to be, um, he's going to be opening his year in Abu Dhabi in three weeks. Uh, on the DP World Tour, so excited for that. But uh, so this week is the Century Tournament of Champions. As I'd already mentioned, um, you have to have won an event to get in here. So it is a cool event. And I don't know, like, I don't know about you guys, but I know this golf course really well, Kapalua, because this was always the first golf course you play when you play a PGA Tour season mode on yes. Tiger Woods. Yes, PGA yes, Tour. yes, yes, yes. And yes, it's a yes. It's an unbelievable golf course. There's ditches that are like 300 feet off a cliff. There's there's loads of mad elevation changes. Um, so it's a par 73. It's the only one on third. It's a par 73. It's got five par fives on it. Um, and the 18th is a belter. The 18th is 667 yards. And you can get there in two. Because the tee shot is a mile downhill. The tee shot's like oh, 70 okay. feet downhill. I was wondering. I was like, what? Mad. Mad, it, but it's it's fun. Um, it's also an absolute birdie fest. Lads destroy this golf course. So, um, even though it's seven thousand six hundred yards, the course record or the tournament record around here is thirty one under par, which was Ernie back in uh, two thousand and three, which is a joke. It's usually um sub twenty under. So last year JT won it at. Oh, sorry, not JT. What I'm talking about Harris English won it last year at twenty five under. Um, the year before that, JT won the 14s. That's because the wind blew like fuck um, a couple of years ago, which is it's, so it's kind of an anomalous um, tournament that year. But it is a great event. There's no cut. We've got 39 players. A um, couple of funky stats, actually. 11 years in a row, it's been won by an American. So if you're backing someone who isn't from the Stars and Stripes, you're going against a kind of weird grain. I don't think there's I don't think there's any credence or relevance in it as such. It's just a kind of strange one. Um, another odd stat is in five of the last seven years, five of the last seven winners have won it on their second appearance. Wow. Yeah, which is kind of funky too. Uh, there's only two debutants that have ever won it. So uh, 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 Sergio Garcia was one of them. 
And uh, does anyone remember? Is was it Daniel Chopra? Yeah, the oh, Swedish yeah. fella, Swedish guy. Yeah, he won yeah. it on debut, and then maybe fell into one of those ditches. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> where the fuck he's gone since? But uh, yeah, it's good, and like you've got a bunch of just killers in the field. So in terms of the uh, the market, JT is favourite. He's in as short as fifteen to two now. You've got John Ram who's back. We haven't seen John Ram in ages. We haven't seen John Ram since Valderrama back in October when he missed mm-hmm. the cut. And then um, Steve, as we know, we were really disappointed by he 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 dodged Dubai. Um, mm. Colin Morikawa is tens. Bryson elevens. Victor Hovland elevens. Sanders twelves. Cantley fourteens. Sam Burns sixteens. And then you have a bunch more cracking players behind that, um, including Hideki twenties and Speed at twenties. So. Loads of data this week. Loads of course form. Um, where are we going? Where's the money going? Yeah, it's 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 tough, Donny, right? Because it's a great field and it's it's a season kickoff. But the thing, like the the big thing to look at, I think, is like what the fuck have these lads been doing for the last, you know, two months, three months? Um, That's have nice. they been off on the sauce, getting in all the, you know, obviously Sunday has probably been on a bender in Vegas for the last <laughs> two months. Um. <laughs> <laughs> there's multiple others that that mightn't have this might be the first time they picked the club up in a month uh go, going into this week so that, that's obviously one factor to take a look at so my only advice this week would be although it's the first first week back and you want to get stuck into it and maybe put a few big bets on i think this is a week to keep the stake small have a sit back and and relax and watch it and see who who's in form and see who's hitting the ball well yeah i actually totally agree with that um I think for that's me, a very I, that's a very measured approach, and I respect it because it makes a shit ton of sense. Thanks, but uh, fuck Donnie. you, fuck new you. Year. I want the winner at the start of twenty twenty two. New year, new me, pal. You know, I'm a, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a married man now as well, so you know I'm just uh, completely different. Uh, but yeah, no, to be fair, no, I actually do agree. I mean, I think the one thing I was gonna say is it's hard to know who who was absolutely on the sauce or not. You know, a week and a half ago, um, Sunjay. So Sunjay. Possibly, you know, the likes of Speed and those boys, you never, you never know, you hear stories of them. But uh, yeah, look, look, I suppose I'll get started. I mean, I still think course form and how they've did, you know, his, historically around here is very important. But I think as Steve said, because it's so close to New Year's and Christmas and stuff, you never know how they're going to act. You really don't, you know, you don't know who's in really going to be in form or not. Um, so I wholeheartedly agree. I think if you're not a big better and you want to put a bet on this, I would keep it to, you know, one point or 10, 10 or $20. Don't be going higher than that yet. I don't think anyway, personally, but looking at my picks, I had five, as, as I said to you yesterday, um, I've reduced it down to three. Um, now I have to say, I, I, I'd be very surprised if someone in the top eight, nine of the betting didn't win. Um, you know, I know there's a few lads who are quite short, but, you know, looking at the first eight, nine names on that sheet of paper, Bar McElroy, they're probably one of the best eight, nine in the world right now. I, I know you have well, to have it one. It is. Every, everybody's, so, everybody's rocking up. Yeah, it's so the, tough to pick. The, the, only really other, the only other top, like, you know, top guy that's missing is DJ. And he's missing yeah. by virtue of the fact that DJ wasn't invited because for the first time in, I think, something like 14 years, he didn't, he didn't win, win a PGA Tour event yeah. last year. Crazy. That's, keep an eye Crazy. out for DJ this season. There's no way he's going to. I know. Two years. And yeah. he's, he's got, he's. <laughs> 
you're gonna you're gonna see a twenty to one DJ that's gonna win early in the season, Facts, and everybody that, who's yeah. not on him is gonna feel like a fucking idiot. And then and then he'll be eight in in like the very yeah. next corner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he's in the notebook definitely. Yeah. Um, okay. Look, I'll just, I'll rattle off mine there quickly. I suppose. Um, I am gonna go with Donny's favorite, Xander Shoffley, as my first pick. Um, gold pick, gold medalist. Um, you know. People were saying maybe he shouldn't have gotten in because that's the tournament that they gave him for this, wasn't it? As Donny did. I know, I know. Like he, he, he totally. He's a he's a past winner here, which is hilarious. Yeah. Given so, my apparent vendetta against him, which doesn't exist. <laughs> I just think he's a bottler. But listen, that's fair. That's fair. Look, um, I so just I don't for anyone listening. Donnie and Steve are using kind of I suppose uh, exchanges as well as uh, betting uh, books. I just use a normal sports book. Um, so the prices I'll be giving you will be sports books like William Hill, et cetera, et cetera. The lads are using uh, bet exchanges. We know we explained it in a few podcasts ago that you get higher odds. So I'll be giving you the odds that I get them at. And if you hear the lads saying different odds, that's just why. Just want to clarify that quickly. So I got Xander Shoffley at 14 to one. Um, you know, I think he, 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 he had a great year. Um, played very well in the in the Ryder Cup, and I do think that it's 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 a year that he pushes on and breaks this bottler curse. I I, I really do. I'm very surprised. <laughs> you know, he didn't do it last year. I know he won the uh, gold medal, but you know, I'm talking on the PGA. So, yeah, I mean, I think as a first pick, I just think JT and Ram are just a tiny bit too short for me. But I think Xander is a good price at at a at a fourteen to one. Um, next, I'm going to go with Sam Burns. Just because, simply, he was 156th in the world this time last year. He's now 10th. I mean, I think that says it all, really. Um, it's the mustache, I'm telling you. Yeah, it's the and, fuck, every club golfer up and down the country is going to be rocking up to the first tee in March with a handlebar because of yeah, 100. And you know, the funny thing is, like, uh, remember, I think he won a tournament, and we were like, "Yeah, fuck, he played really well." And he didn't he win like the very next tournament, and we were like, "Oh, fuck." And then he came like very close to winning the like third one in, in like a row. We were like, Jesus Christ, like this guy is going to be absolutely. I got him. I had him. It was the first big win. Like, I think I had like eight winners last year. Mm. And the biggest one I had was. Blow your own trumpet on your own. That's why we're here, lads. Come on, in fairness. But he was, I had him at 80 to one when he won. Oh, nice. I asked the Valspar. He, he won the Valspar, Kisner, didn't he? I remember. It was he won the Valspar, which is which Copperhead's a big brute of a course, and uh, he won that at eighty to one. And then the notion you'd ever get Sam Burns at eighty to one ever again just dissipated into the wind. Uh, yeah, he's won since he's he's class. He's a beast. Um, the one reason he was in my shortlist, um, as I'm sure he's in a lot, did this whole debutant thing. So the reason. The, the common thread as to why debutants don't win around here is there's mad undulations all in around the greens. There's loads of little humps and hollows and, and, and big massive greens that you need to, like if you put the golf ball in the wrong part of the green, you're almost like locked in to three put it. Even though Sam Burns is an excellent putter, um, it seems that lads need to spin around here more often than not to, to kind of understand the lay of the land. That's the reason I'm not having them, but um listen he's cracking he's he's we're going to get into it later i know we want to talk about our one and done picks for each of the four majors yeah. and he like he's probably going to feature at some point but yeah well that's absolutely fair so yeah i i got um i got sam burns at 16 to one and then my last pick 
still quite short, I know, so I do apologize. I'm picking three short enough lads. Oh, um, right. But standard me, I know. Yeah, um, we're used but, to it. Come on. <laughs> uh, I'm going, uh, I'm actually going to go Sunjay. I'm going to go Sunjay. Ooh. I got him at 22 to 1. Um, I'm just praying that he wasn't too heavy on the sauce now in Vegas over uh, Christmas. Go on, Sunjay. You know what he's like. You know what love he's that like pick. Show. Yeah. But to be honest, I just love Sunjay. <laughs> this, is a, this is more of a head than like, or more of a heart than a, a head pick. But look, Sunjay had a good year last year. Um, you know, I think this type of course does actually suit him. And he's going there as relatively high in terms of the like betting favorites. But, you know, I don't think there's any real pressure for him to win. Like there is, is maybe more on the likes of JT, Ram, Hovland, etc. So I think he can go there play his uh, golf and I think if, if he uh, turns up he can definitely definitely come out close so um, those are my three picks anyway yeah good nice. so like I think the, the big problem Brew and, and Donny is this week there, there's no pressure on anybody to win because all of them oh, no. are this winners is... they all have their tour true, card wrapped true, up true, for two true, years yeah, so true. it's just it's a case of who fancies it the most and who who has their game on so it, it is a bit of a goldmine or not a goldmine it's a fucking uh, it's a tough one to uh to try and break down. So again, as I said, keep it's keep a fun one. And like, it's, it, a, fun it's a fun one. It's, a fun in, one. it's January. Like if they, if they, if, you know, like half of the U S is snowed under and there's ice everywhere. And these boys are out in Maui having a great time. Like exactly. I know sweet JT Ram Morikawa, um, at least those four for definite and probably a lot more actually spent new years in Maui. Right. So they're just they're just chilling. They're just having it, you know. And they're also working. They're getting their games in order, you know. Um, yeah, but it is. It's a really fun tournament. Yeah, uh, Steve, can I go? Because go on. Go on, um, so the reason I want to go is just it dovetails really well with Bruce. Um, Bruce, you mentioned that like Sunjay is a bit of a, you know, wanting them to win and really liking him as a guy and as a player. Yeah, totally. But there's also a huge argument for Sunjay this week. A massive. Uh, analytical argument for Sunjay. So he's he's my headline pick. He's my he's my guy this week. I really think he can get this done and he can win. He has shown in the past that he can go really low. Like Sunjay Im and and Birdie Fests go together just so well. That's a that's a match made in heaven. He loves going low. He is always leading the the uh the, the most birdies made on tour it's because he plays every week I know that that's fair but his, his birdie average per round I think is only bettered by a handful of guys um, so on the exchange I actually got him at 32 so that's 31 to 1 which is lovely um, so I will totally be taking that um, in terms of the data so he finished he finished tied 5th last year and it must be one of the greatest uh, performances of the season because he managed to finish 5th while being absolutely shit on the greens. He was one of the worst putters in the field. He was actually the seventh worst putter in the field that week. He couldn't make anything and he finished fifth. So he lost He lost a bunch of strokes on the greens. Um, just to give you a little bit of, of my thinking for this week in terms of the data. So um, the correlation, the two things that are really important around Kapalua are going to be your approach play and your putting. So... Driving distance is kind of more important than accuracy. Neither of them really matter. So um, DJ overpowered the golf course a few years ago, one by eight. Aside from that, you've had Zach Johnson winning this. You've had Steve Stricker winning this. Don't worry about bombers too much. It doesn't really matter. Um, so like the correlation of total strokes gained for approach has been as high as 70% in previous years. And then added to that, Putting is over half of the reason why you will win. So the strokes gained putting 
uh, correlation for the last four years has been between 52% to 60%. Um, what that basically means is it's valued, it's half, it's half of all the elements that goes into winning this. Um, so you want a guy who can, who can uh, stick it close and a guy who can stick it in the hole. Um, Sunjay's performance, if he just sorts his putter out, he can totally win this. And his par five scoring is uh, really fantastic as well. He falls into that category of guys who are playing the, the Tournament of Champions for the second time also. Um, and my overall angle for this week as we've already been talking about, this is a bit of a fun one for them. No pressure, but also, what the fuck has everyone been up to in the off season? So, like Ian Poulter's, like will always tell you what he's doing every day. He's he's working on the course. You know, he's very active, but he's not playing this week. Um, my angle is avoid guys who have family commitments. Avoid new dads. Avoid guys with kids. Tony Fina has a bunch of kids. Avoid those kind of guys because they've probably down tools and are enjoying their family time, enjoying their downtime. What you want to focus on are these young guns who have really high work ethics and are reaching for the stars. So the guys who fall into that category, JT still falls into that category. Sunjay does. Victor Hovland, who's a who's a resort golf course king, falls in there. Gary Kigo, Colin Morikawa. Those guys you want. I'm sure they've been working on their on their games really hard in the offseason, um, especially him, especially Higo. So Sunjay is my first shout. My second shout is going to be JT. I can't. Wow. There, there's too many reasons to back him. There's too many. He's 15 to 2. It's a shit price. I'm sorry to everyone for doing it. I know we're all about, we want to find value. We want to find big winners. But JT's won this twice. 2020 and 2017 he was third place last year he's led the field in, in strokes gained approach in 2021 and 2019 and then he was second in 2020 so he just loves it around here he's made in the last 10 years he's made 10 more birdies or better around Kapalua than anyone else he loves it uh, he's he does a great chance he wins this for a third time and he's the only not the only guy that obviously worries me instead of Sunjay but um he's totally it's totally justifiable he's favorite um he also apparently on twitter he's been in maui as i said over new year's but apparently he went around and shot 61 the other day don't know like that's just the, the twitter rumor that i think daniel rapaport was talking about earlier today so if he's done that that's kind of ridiculous um and then the final point on jt is he won the players last year but he would have considered it a really poor year and he's probably got a point to prove. Colin Morikawa has come along and made this look so easy. Victor Hovland's doing something similar. So I think the while this is a bit of a jolly, I think JT wants to get one on the board. Um, so 15 to 2, I'm going to take it. Um, yeah, and then finally, my last pick is not in the outright market. I'm going to take Gary Kegel for a top 10. So he's 7 to 1. He's... He, He's really struggled since he won the Palmetto. I think he's he hasn't posted a top 20 in like 16 starts or something since. He's taken off. He's taken nearly three months off. He hasn't played since the Shriners Open. He's a young guy. I think he's 22. Is he 22, Steve? Here you go. I don't know. He's, he's, he's young, young anyway. He's young. He's 22, 23. He is a really, really naturally excellent putter. Um, he bombs it. His... Uh, his accuracy off the tee can be all over the place, but the fairways are one of the widest all year. Um, Debutants, we don't know what happened, but I think top 10 at 7 to 1 is going to be a saver. So, there are yeah. the three I'm going to have. Um, Sunjay, headline pick, 
31 to 1 on the exchange. JT, like for two units, is going to be my saver. saver um, and he's 15 to 2. Uh, and then Higo for a top 10. Nice. Yeah. Higo is 22. Just, just he is. Yeah. yeah. 22. Born May the 12th, 1999. Yeah, that's, 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 that's that. revolting. That's yeah. revolting. Yeah. Um, so I, I also have taken the exact same bet as yourself, Donny. Garrett Higo, top 10. Um, so the three the three events he's won on the European Tour are the Portuguese Open, the Grand Canaria Open, and the Canary Islands Championship. So all of them are island golf courses and um, Higo hits it a mile he puts really windy. well windy conditions as well you know the, the uh the old saying that all all South Africans are excellent wind players or whatever it is Australians I don't know but uh, no I, I South Africans and it rings true too yeah great they're great bunker players as well apparently is the other the other saying about South Africans but yeah I, I think Higo as you said point to prove seven to one to finish top uh top ten so I'm gonna have a, a savior bet on him uh the big Big bet I'm having, well, not big bet, but the, the, my main bet this week is going to be Daniel Berger. So I got Dan Berger at 22 to 1, and that is six places each way. So Berger, he's in that bracket as well, I would say, is somebody that does still have something to prove. He is still hungry. Uh, so he played this event last year, and he finished 10th, uh, with it, and he closed with a round of 72 uh, after being in contention, which uh, he's got the course experience. He knows the knows the greens. The big thing with um, with Berger is that last year on tour, he finished fifth on approach, which, as Donnie already mentioned, I think is going to be a key key stat this uh, this week. So if, if we flick back through the last couple of years, winners. Um, so we had Shoffley win it uh, in 2019. He was fourth on approach. We had, uh, sorry, this is a bit all over the place, but we had English win it. He was 12th on approach. We had... DJ win it in 2018. He was seventh on approach. And then we had uh, Justin Thomas win it, who was second on approach. So, like, there, there is a big collaboration there between the last four four years winners that they're all excellent at putting the ball near the, near the hole. So I think that's going to be a key, key factor this week. And, and Dan Berger is your man. He also puts well in Bermuda. He can go low. And I think he's a guy there that, that 22 to 1, I think it's a good price. I think he's someone that's going to be bang there on Sunday. The other factor with him is he came 10th last year, as I mentioned, but then he went and played the Sony Open, um, which is the tournament after this one, also in, in Hawaii, and he, he finished T7. So he's obviously comfortable out there. He's a guy on the up, and uh, Daniel Berger is my main bet this week at 22-1 to 1 with a little saviour on Garrett Kigo at uh, sevens to finish top 10. Nice. I want to give you one other really key stat around putting this week. Last 16 years, right? 14 out of 16 of the last of the 14 of the last 16 winners. Jesus, I said that like a fucking idiot. Sorry for listening. <laughs> 14 rusty, of the last rusty. 16 winners. Yeah. Um, were fourth or better strokes game putting for the week. So the only two exceptions were Sergio, obviously. Um, the other one I'm not actually sure of. Um, but yeah, like you can kind of reduce this to a putting competition. And I know I'm picking Sunjay, who's notoriously a bit streaky with the putter. But um, I think we say it on the pod all the time. We want variance in putting because when guys have good putting weeks, they win and we're looking for winners. Um, so yeah, uh, they're pretty good picks, lads. I yep. like them. Solid. So now I guess we'll move on to the 
the real juicy part of the pod, the part I'm looking forward to the most, and the talking <laughs> about who we think is going to win each of the majors in 2022. Um, yeah, I've a, I've a 66,000 to one accumulator put together. Steve, you know what? Tell us because I'm going to do mine now. So, just to, I'll, I'll give a little bit of reason and maybe I'll just fl- fly through it. So, Masters, Rory McIlroy is going to win it. He's going to win the green jacket. Finally, get that major Grand Slam. He's fourteen to one. Uh, the PGA, I, I've taken Brooksy, who's twenty to one. I think Brooksy's he's been a little bit quiet the last couple of years. I think he's just getting back to fitness now uh, after the, the knee injury. Um, so I'm going to take Brooksy to take the PGA at twenty to one. The U.S. Open, Xander Shoffley. I think he's going to he's going to break Ooh. his major duck. I think he's just pro- he has the game for a U.S. Open. He's uh, he's been knocking on the door for so long, and uh, I think this is the year he does it. So he's eighteen to one to win the U.S. Open. And last but not least, I think your you boys' favorite John Ram is going to win the Open this year. Uh, he gave Morikawa a good run for his money, came up just short, and I think he's out of all. The, well, maybe the Masters he's eyeing up, but I think the Open as a European, he's going to be itching to win it. So he's currently ten to one favorite to win the uh, the, the Open at St Andrews. So if you put a fiver each way on that one, your return is 331k. Um, so I will I will put the bet on. I will put a screenshot of it and uh, hopefully a couple of you will put a few few quid each way on it as well. And we'll try and get a nice little, maybe a, a yacht fund or something like that going. Yeah, I like Jeez, if, if it's going to be a yacht fund, we need another couple of zeros. Have you seen the fucking price of those things? Yeah, I, do you know what? It might actually pay for my wedding just about covered. Yeah, just just, about, yeah. just just recover the old Guinness bill alone, you know. Exactly, exactly. Guinness, <laughs> Guinness for everyone. That's nice. That's nice, Steve. I've I've actually trumped you. What do you say your accumulator was? Sixty-six thousand. Sixty-six thousand to one. I give you seventy-two thousand four hundred and forty-nine to one. Mm-hmm. Right. So my four is I like I shouldn't be agonizing over this. It's only a bit of a laugh, to be honest. Uh I mentioned earlier on I was going to put Sam Burns in. I've actually taken him out last minute. But here are my Classic. four. John Ram is favourite for Masters. John Ram wins the Masters. I'm not saying anything more than that. No. Uh, next up, so I've got two that I'm confident of, as confident as you can be, and two that are kind of, meh, I like them. The other one I'm very confident, confident of, my favourite pick of all the majors this year, is Victor Hovland to win the US Open. I love the kid's temperament. I love that he bombs it. Um, I love that his, his short games got better, but US Opens are set up so tough that short games kind of don't matter because everyone struggles. And he's not going to get worried about making double bogeys. Uh, love him for the US Open. Love, love, love him. 22 to 1. Um, US PGA, I just, Kepka is just not going to, he he just turns up in these big events and he's really arrogant. And I don't like the guy at all, to be honest. I, I've, I've liked him less and less as time has gone on. But he turns up in these, his his form in majors in the last five years is just tiger-like almost. Um, and he's my USPGA pick. Did you say you had him at 20s? I have him at 14s here. 20s on bet 365, yeah. Right, he's 14s. But I'm, Shop, I'm around. Right. Shop around yeah. for best prices and yeah. please and gamble I- responsibly. <laughs> yes, yes, we need that's a very crucial to point that out. Um, my last pick then for the Open Championship is a bit of an emotional one. I just hope I'd love if it happened. Lou Eustazen to win the Open up in St Andrews, 20 to 1. He won it there last time. Yeah. He's done it before, he can do it again. 
Um, I just think those positive vibes, and he won it by six as well. So they're my four. Ram for the Masters, Ustazen for the Championship, Brooksy for the USPGA, and Victor Hovland for the US Open. Nice. So Boom. I'm going. I have I, I have an ACA here. It is fifty thousand to one. Playing oh, it safe. Playing it safe. Yeah. Too, too many favorites, <laughs> clearly. Yeah. So I have uh, John Ram to win the to win the the Masters. My man. Um, I have Tiger Woods to win the Open. No, I'm joking. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> I have, um, I actually, do you know what? I went a bit different on the uh, on on the Open. I actually am going for Victor Hovland to win the Open this year. Mm. Um, I'm going for Colin Morikawa to win the USPGA. And yeah, I'm going to go with DJ to win the US Open. Nice. Yeah, I found it hard to leave DJ out and I also left more cow out. Like there's so yeah, there's so, yeah, many, like, there's so many fucking good golfers. This is so like, how am I leaving yeah, like, cow honestly, out with the major? Like, what is that about? Yeah, That's it's ridiculous. crazy. And even you like, you know, you you've Rory there, you have even you've pit players like you know, Sam Burns could show up and dominate a totally. Bryson Brooks. There's no way you're going to get four of the elites that win all four majors. It just doesn't happen. Yeah, like, no, I agree. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not saying you're going to have, you know, a 200 to one winner or anything this year, but like there's going to be someone in that 40 to 66 to one bracket. You've seen it so many times. It's going to be like a, a Cam Smith or a Siwoo Kim yeah. or, Sunjay you know, or someone like that could be 30. Yeah, like 20, yeah. 30, Sunjay yeah. will probably be shorter, I'd imagine. Um, obviously, one like, yeah, I think Cam Smith, yeah, Cam Smith for the Masters is, I think, is a really nice one. I think Abraham Answer potentially could win a Masters too. I yep. think he has a game for it. Uh, I mean, and, so, then you, and, then, and then you players like Speed, who showed up to, uh, to, mm-hmm. to Augusta four years ago and absolutely dominated. So, like, yeah. you know, like Speed is 12 to 1 to win the Masters. You can do it again. Way. Like, you no, know, thank you. It's. Can't get on board with that. No. I think he's twenty to one for the open, which I was tempted yeah. by. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so like in in that bracket, like in the bracket of fifty to one, answer Smith I like Burns fifty to one, Tommy Fleetwood I hate that shout of fifty to one. No, Tiger to fifty to one. Yeah. Uh, who you have um, Scotty Scheffler who's 40, 40 to one for the USPGA. I I think that's a solid bet. Yeah, there's another name. He will win this year. He, that's yeah, what I mean. He, he will, will it, win. It, be it a major, I don't know, but I'm saying a 41, that's not a bad fucking bet. Like he's the same price as Tiger Woods, for example. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, just saying. Imagine how like if you roll it back to 2015 and Spieth won. Did he win? Did he win the first three? Sorry, he won the first. He won the two. first. He won the first two, and then he yeah. should have won the, the the fucking open, and he absolutely bottled it. Didn't he? He was in yes. the playoff, and he lost. Yeah, who bet him? Good like memory's got the pot. Yeah. Oh God, sorry. We we really should know that we're 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 just a bit rusty after the 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 fucking alcohol consumption of Christmas, but like. How difficult would it be for someone to even win two of these when you just consider how ta- just consider the margins and consider that we've now legitimately got a dozen guys who are absolute killers and flushers and are flawless for most of the time. It's just it's crazy. It's it's gonna be such a fun year. I, I just can't wait. I can't wait until until we get into like um you know, until we get to the players, like the, then the players, and then everything, everything gets fun from the players onwards. Yeah, no, hundred percent. And we have a 
lot to look forward to as well. We've got a lot of good guests coming up. We're going to have our do. Sec- second annual Fairway Finders Invitational as well. Um, so we'll, we'll throw out some details about that uh, in the, the next couple of months. So yeah, and, and hopefully, hopefully we're gonna we're gonna get to, um, we're gonna get to a few events as well this year. So we sure well, obviously we've circled the Canadian Open, we've circled the Irish Open, um, we've circled the the Women's Irish Open, which I'm actually really looking forward to because uh, venues to be confirmed, but it's going to be September. I have a sneaking feeling it's going to be Colleen Castle just because of the Solheim connection there, but that's based on absolutely no fact whatsoever. Um, so it's it's just it's going to be a ball in the year and then obviously Steve we're going to make Dubai an annual trip oh yeah without doubt we'll do if, that. We're, if we're allowed back in oh we'd be like oh we behaved ourselves sure geez we, we make friends with everyone oh we did and yeah. a few just one or two enemies that was about it only only two but sure I've sorted one of them out anyway he's got, yeah. We've got a yeah he won't be found yeah I, I yeah. talked to I talked to my mate Vlad up in Russia he's sorting them out goodbye <laughs> deserved it Vlad like uh, any God. other business boys Uh. Only thing to say is the fucking state of that new TaylorMade driver. Um, the new Stealth the Tiger was rocking. Apparently, it's it's class. It's performance wise, it's excellent. But they've covered the face in this like red mesh, and it looks like a fucking thing that you'd gift your six year old nephew yeah. made of plastic. It's a Spider Man No Way Home and, special edition, like facts. It, it actually is. It is. Yeah, like... It actually is. Spider Man's driver. Um, yeah, I'm not buying that. I love tailor-made stuff, but I'll stick with my sim and I'll be happy enough. To be honest, they'll, they'll bring up like a all black one now in 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 a month's time, and it'll be fuck, yeah, it'll fly cool. off the uh, the shells like so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, lads. Um, so good getting back and chatting. Golf. It was really great seeing you guys. Um, and just for everyone who's who's listening to us, and, and we really, we, honestly, we appreciate it. It's so much. We appreciate the support. Um, as you said, this started as fun, and it's it's morphed into something like. That we're really passionate about. We want to keep going, and um, please do give us a give us a. You can now rate us on Spotify. So if you could, like that would be amazing. Obviously, you can rate us on Apple Podcasts as well. That's really huge for us. We 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 appreciate it endlessly. Um, and then obviously get us on the socials. So we're Finders Fairway on Twitter. We're Fairy Finders Pod on Instagram. Um, and there's loads more stuff upcoming. Um. The three of us are entirely committed to this project and just really enjoy doing it. And if you guys enjoy consuming it, then that's fucking awesome. So, uh, yeah, thank you. Yep. So, boys, I'll see you next week. Just take a moment to admire the fact I just hit a fairway. There's, there's, there's only two things that can happen. You can hit a good shot or a bad shot. So... Why waste time doing it? And where I would go, I, wherever I set course records or whatever, I would be barefooted, drunk, playing golf, making every 20-footer I looked at. Right at it. Right at it! Oh, oh he's done it again! This is the dumbest hole I've ever played in my life. Come on then, Shane. Knock it close. Shane Lowry is the Open champion.